Hello, and welcome to On Walking the Way. This week we're going to talk about the simple things. The simple things that really are the most important things. I've taught a lot of people how to study and teach the Bible inductively over the last 20 years or so, but among my students and staff, I've seen a pattern in their questions, and once I noticed it, I started seeing it in people's questions everywhere. It seems that we as human beings always want to find the thing that nobody else has seen, that secret knowledge that will make everything else make sense. I think it's the same impulse that draws people into conspiracy theories. They are all looking for the secret knowledge that ties it all together. Cults work on that same principle. People believe that there is some secret that ties everything together and they will do various rites or pay the shaman or prophet or leader or just generally go to all kinds of extremes to find that secret. For Bible students, they often believe it to be some theological question or other that will finally tie it all together. Or maybe some atheist barb has gotten under their skin and they want biblical ammunition so they can go back and win an argument with somebody or other. Now, I do try to help them with their quandaries, and sometimes I even feed some of their wandering curiosities. After all, part of my role as a Bible teacher is to stoke hunger for studying the Bible. But in the end, it's not the hard-to-find answers that are the most powerful or important. It is the obvious and often repeated truths that really need to be understood and applied. Because, in the end, the power is in the object of our worship, not our knowledge. So what makes simple things so powerful? As I have thought about this, I think simple things are powerful because God ordained it so. The important truths are accessible to everyone not just those who with advanced degrees or whatever. But more than that, it's, it's the simple things that stick in our minds. Simple things direct our decisions. No one makes decisions based on theories regarding quantum mechanics or whatever, and no one is saved by their eloquence in making some obscure theological case or another. We're saved by trusting in the love and grace of God. We're saved by trusting his son, Jesus. Faith in Jesus is simple, and it is actionable. And it is based on a surprisingly small collection of simple stories that tell us who he is and what it looks like to follow him. Those stories are what brought me to the keyboard today. For example... Isaiah 52 and 53 tells us the coming servant and about his humility and sacrifice. Philippians 2 tells us how he set aside his position and authority in heaven to become human like us and die in our place. Luke 1 and 2 tells us of his birth and identity and destiny. Matthew 1 to 4 speaks of his birth and his connection to Israel, passing the tests that Israel failed fulfilling the ultimate destiny of Israel. 
And all of the Gospels are filled with stories of how he called people everywhere to repentance while announcing the coming of the kingdom of God. They all tell us of his death and resurrection. There are stories of his teachings, his prophecies, his healings, and his repeated demonstrations of authority as the Son of God. These are not complicated stories. They are very real and personal stories for the most part. But they are stories with a profound power to change the lives and destinies of all those who live on the earth. The Gospel of John sums it up like this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God, and this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people loved the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. Nothing here is complicated, but it is supremely powerful. Salvation is not to be found in the one tiny detail that no one else has seen. Salvation is to be found in believing the truth that has been proclaimed for two millennia and acting on it. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. My goal this Advent season is to rehearse the gospel stories, to reacquaint myself with who Jesus is, what he did, and why he did it. True power is in the person of Jesus and the love of God. These stories have life in them, and they are truly unique. That is what makes them stand out among all other stories. They don't draw us into a fantasy land to escape reality. Instead, they draw us back to reality. They tell us of God's unending love for us and his eternal plan to bring us back into fellowship with him. There is always noise competing for our attention. Let's take the opportunity this season to blot out the confused noise of this world, knowing that there is no life in confusion and strife. And let's focus on the source of life himself. Let's focus on Jesus this Advent season, and let's walk his way. His love is the most powerful thing in the universe, and we experience this love when we let it flow through us to others. Have a great week.